Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Oh, I can't wait to talk about what we're going to talk about today. And I love when we have her on because she helps people with hypnotherapy, but so much more, takes a broader look at it. And today we're going to talk about your energetic vibration. If you're hearing this and thinking, what are they talking about? Trust me, it's something that you really want to listen to because it can be a game changer in your life. Or maybe you know a little bit about it, like I do, and you want to learn more. And that's why we've got her here. Linda Matthews joins us. Welcome back, Linda. How are you doing? Hi, Steve. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great today. How's your energetic vibration? Oh, my vibration is way up there. <laughs> I'm feeling that. Even before we got on here, we talked for literally seconds and and I felt it. How well, okay, before we even dive into this, let's explain it for everybody what your 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 energy is, what it does, and why your your vibration attached to it is so important. Okay, that's that's great because why am I here talking to all these beautiful souls about raising your vibration? That's a great question. Um, first of all, pretty much everything is comprised of energy and everything vibrates. However, you know, we have human eyes, so there are many, many things in our sight line and sight path that don't seem to move at all or vibrate, as we call it. And that's because we're human and it's vibrating way too slow for us to even detect. But everything on the planet has a vibration. And... The reason I'm talking about raising your vibration, there's two reasons, really, personal experience and science. And I'm going to bring a little bit of both in, and I think that that's going to give people uh, a little bit of a more well-rounded concept of what I'm talking about and why it pertains to them. So as I've learned in my journey, just what you said, the energy thing, and how we're all energy. And sometimes mm -hmm. our energy is higher, sometimes it's lower. There's different things that can affect that. But when you put out that positive vibration, i.e. energy, and you're able to raise it up, we'll talk about how to do that in a moment, you just, it elevates your life. It's, it, it changes your life. It, it brings things to you. Things want to be attracted. You're like a magnet. I know it sounds cheesy, but you're like a magnet attracting what you really want. And there's been times where, I've walked into the gym and yeah, it's kind of a basic morning, but I'll think to myself, raise your vibration, raise your vibration up, raise it up. <laughs> I don't, I, and that's just the way I do it. I'm thinking like, raise it up, man, raise it up <laughs> and call it like three minutes later, you know, a stranger will walk up to me. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. How you doing? What are you working on today? Oh, I'm working on, uh, you know, abs, whatever it might be. Uh, it really does make a difference. And it's the same thing. I think this is the great analogy. You go to a party, you walk in, and you say to yourself, this feels good. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I came. This is going to be good. Or you walk into another one, and you think, hmm, it's just, I don't know, it's kind of kind of depressing. Ah, I'm going to get out of here pretty soon, come up with uh, an excuse, whatever. It's the energy of the people in the party, and that's what that, that's what you're picking up on. That's what you're feeling, right? Absolutely. Energy and vibration actually creates psychological and physiological changes in the body. And that's not a myth. That's science. 
trouble. It, 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 it totally is. And, and it, it, this whole energy thing that we're talking about is science, scientifically proven. Not kidding. Mm-hmm. Goes goes back to mm-hmm. Einstein, if not even before that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the sub- subconscious mind is so, so powerful, you know. And we're constantly sending off a vibratory frequency, constantly. We don't, we're not even aware, constantly doing this. The universe complies with situations, people, experiences in our life that actually match our vibration. Say that one more time because it's so impactful. Yes. Uh, the subconscious sends out a vibratory frequency at all times, whether you're aware or not aware. And the universe complies with situations, people, and experiences in our life to match our vibration. Amen to that, because it's the truth. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Here's another example. Uh, how many times have people said, I don't know, what, you know, somebody who's single, I don't know what it is. I just keep attracting the same Jerks. I don't know. I, why? Why do they come to me? Because you're, you're bringing them to you based on the vibration that you're throwing out there. <laughs> it is true. Although I have to say it is very human to not want to acknowledge that. Oh, sure. Okay. Yes. Challenges or problems, you know, really build our spiritual muscle, you know, and when we have a challenge, typically a human reaction, when we think of challenges or we think of problems in our lives, we typically speak to ourselves internally and say, why me? Why does my life feel so out of control? I'm a good person. Why does this happen to me? That's a human response. All right? And our subconscious is justifying this human response, which is only going to perpetuate more of this human response. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you, you know, you're right, Linda, in saying that it's human nature to deny it. But once you identify it, then you, you won't up to it and say, you know, that makes sense. I, you know, was in a past relationship or let's say when I was a kid, um, I experienced something and, you know, I had that trauma, whatever it might be, just, it could be something you heard in the kitchen and you, you, you've, you've held on to it forever. You've always projected that energy, that vibration. And then that's why you, you landed those types of relationships along the way. And once you figure that out, it's like, oh, okay. So once we do figure it out, how do you change it up? How do you, how do you change your, your vibration? Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to um, go into a lot of detail about that because it is hugely important and everybody has the ability to do this. And it's actually in taking responsibility for ourselves, for our lives, for whatever circumstance we're in that's going to cause our empowerment, okay? Because once you take that responsibility, now you have a motivation to do something about it. And, you know, emotions are very strongly tied to our energetic vibration. And this is like a scale for you to use to tell how you're vibrating, okay? The, the very uplifting and positive emotions like love, gratitude, Um, generosity, happiness, kindness, being proud, even cheerful, zany, empathetic, relaxed. Those are all expansive emotions. They're very expansive emotions. And you know when you're feeling those things, you're feeling good. You're vibrating high. 
people love to be around you. They're um, encouraged by you. They're inspired by you, okay? And then there are, the, there's the other polarity, which are the emotions that are contracting, okay? And that would be like sadness, boredom, uh, being disappointed, embarrassed, overwhelmed, afraid, uh, frustration, jealousy. And there are even more that are kind of uh, more impactful and, and, and more um, negative feeling than that. But I think we've covered, covered enough so you get a good idea of what I'm talking about. Now, that is what we're trying to work on. And, and maybe not jumping from, from uh, total frustration, you know, to love and gratitude in one jump. Maybe you're just going a few higher. You hire. You want to be cheerful. You you want to be happy. You you want to be feeling a little more generous. And by generous, I mean in every way, like in every way in your life. Those are things that are going to make you feel very expanded. And how to achieve that that jump in those emotions, which correlates to your vibration. I've actually compiled a list. I spent quite a bit of time doing this, um, and I did this for my own personal reasons. And then, because I thought it would translate well into my coaching, my health and life coaching business, which it did. And I'm just going to give you a little brief synopsis of my own story, because I relate so well to this topic. And um, for, for a very large percentage of my life, I was really in that kind of victim mode. And I'm going to define victimization as, um, your emotions depend on anyone or anything other than yourself. Ooh, say that again. Say that again. <laughs> I, I'd be happy to. Your emotions depend on anyone or anything other than yourself. Is that the victim mode or is that just in general? Yes. Yes, that is a, that is a kind of um, victim stance or okay. victim mode we take. Got it. Got it. Okay. And, I, w- and- I was afraid that that was in general. I'm like, really? No. Oh, that's when so you many times people don't even realize it True. because they hear they hear the word victim and they they have an immediate reaction to the word okay so either something horrible's happened to you and you're now a victim or it's it's considered negative oh you're such a victim okay well we all are responsible for this at at least one point in our life i know exactly who you're talking about linda i have a friend um, I'm not going to say her name, but she is a, a friend within our circle. And there was something that happened last summer that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's on her, but it, it's one of those things. And we all tried to support her. Time went on and she, we stopped hanging out with her. Time went on and she came back into our lives trying to, you know, just, you know, get, get back with us, all of us. And we, we think she's great, except she, it's never her fault. And she always puts it out on everybody. And, uh, we, it just, we don't want to be around it. We can't. And you know what it is? It's her, it's her energy is so negative and she's just, she will not own up to what she does and it's everybody else's fault. And it, it's just the other day, she sent pictures to all of us of us and other people, but not herself, but didn't send any text with it. Didn't say anything like what, what is going on here? I don't know. I guess she's trying to reach out, but we've tried, we've tried everything, but she is the victim. 
And she's got a lot of healing, went through a lot of trauma. I get that. I, I totally, we're here to support her, but you can't help those that, that don't really want to accept the, the help. So I, I get the victim thing. Um, yeah, well, there's a big difference between supporting and enabling. Uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. So, I get it. And, and the thing is that um, with the victimization, it, it's, it's just a mindset and it becomes a default. And it's, it's toxic. People don't want to gravitate towards it. Hmm. But you know what they say, misery loves company. So oh, yeah. you'll, you'll end up finding that group that's kind of at that base level, just like you are. Once again, back to the vibrational frequency. Oh, I love but, that. <laughs> you know, that, that really, that is what it is. And it's all those things that you heard since you were a kid. Misery loves company. Your parents used to say that all the time. But yes, mm-hmm. it's, it's true. They stick together. And usually those people with the lower vibrations, they don't hang around long. So let's say you've got low vibration. Others do. You bring them into your life. And they're there for a season. They're out of there. And now it's somebody else. And, they, and you just keep, you don't build those long-lasting, fulfilling relationships because it's all low, it's, it's all negative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so That's how, the rough. how do you work with somebody? I know you do hypnotherapy, and I would imagine that you could take somebody back through hypnotherapy to realize what's going on and why maybe their vibrations are lower. And and I'm I'm guessing... Would it be due to something that maybe happened in their past that they're dealing with, and that's what's keeping it low? It probably started that way, and then we develop, as human beings, we develop a story. We develop, a, a, our, our story is our belief system. Hmm. And your know, subconscious, again, the subconscious is hugely powerful. You yep. know, 88% of what we say and do, and the subconscious will find proof. It will find proof. It it always does. So our job, you know, our job as empowered people is to say, okay, well, I'm not going to let this run my life. I'm going to, I'm going to create a new story. I'm going to create a new story. And one of the best ways to do that is to start little by little, raising your vibration. How do we do that? You can see the positives of it. You know, the positive uh, aspects. Let's let's go there. Give an example, if you could, of absolutely, absolutely. your your story. When, and and I I know I, I'm on your page with that, but I want to illustrate it for everybody. Your story, maybe what you're telling yourself, what you're believing, and then how do we confront that and and work on it? Okay. Well, my story, my personal story, used to be that I was the family unit fixer, and I was the person who had to make everything right for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that followed me everywhere I went, followed me into my marriages. And uh, I got a very big wake-up call from the universe that this was probably not the best course of action to take. And I'll tell you what that, very briefly what that story is. Uh, I was with my, my husband, and he had a tendency to feed into my feeling of needing to be the fixer. And whenever he was not happy with something, he would bring my attention immediately to it and expect that I should find some way to fix whatever it was that he was unhappy with. In this particular instance, this particular story, it was the garage is a mess 
saying, I can't, I can't live like this. We need to do something about it, which meant Linda do something about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, all right, you know what? I, I, I'm so used to calming, fixing, calming, fixing. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to diffuse his anger. I'm going to, no problem, jump right in, be the fixer. And I started working on the garage with him. And in a couple of minutes, I kind of convinced him that, you know what? You go spend time with our son and I'll, I'll take on this project, which I did. Because mm, he knew you would. Continue. Of course he did, because that was my story. Yep. And I started working outside the garage as well, cleaning and straightening up. And there was this one like, like little area of grass that was like two feet tall. And it's a mess. And I'm thinking, oh, geez, he's, he's not going to be happy when he sees that. I'm, I better fix that, too. So I pulled out the lawnmower, started mowing this two feet tall grass. And lo and behold, as I'm doing this, as, as if um, kind of in a vacuuming motion, you know, forward and back, I stepped right on top of the yellow jacket nest. And I got mm. stung about 50 times by these yellow jackets. And at first, I was totally in shock and very angry. Luckily, I had very close by like a can of wasp spray, and I started just kind of spraying in a circle trying to get them away from me. But this is the middle of summer. You know, I'm wearing shorts and flip-flops, and not a lot of me is being covered up here. So I'm I'm getting stung everywhere. And I realized, holy cow, maybe I should take some Benadryl or something because this is a lot of stings now that they're finally off me and I can think for a second. And I go into the house, make my way. Now I'm on an acre of land. So it took me a few minutes to get in the house, get in the house, go to the medicine cabinet. My son took one look at me. He was maybe nine years old and said, Oh my God, mom, what happened? And I said, I got stung by about, I don't know, 50 bees. And he starts yelling for my ex-husband now, and I'm reaching in the cabinet for the Benadryl, and I can't find it. And I passed out on the floor. Wow. And I came to a couple minutes later and kind of like crawled my way into the living room, and I, all I can hear is the two of them kind of yelling back and forth to each other, and I can't really make out much of what's going on except my son saying, call 911. Daddy, call 911. And I passed out again. <laughs> and uh, ENTs arrived at my house, and, you know, <laughs> they took care of the situation. I, I got the uh, EpiPen and put IVs in me, and I, it was a nice trip to the hospital, let's put it that way. Never had anything like this before because I'm not allergic to, to any kind of bees that I know of or anything like that. Yep. And turns out they were, of course, wasps. They were yellow jackets, which is a little different because they continue to sting you. They don't by, stop by the way, one. by the way, had the same thing happen to me. Oh my god! Same thing happened to me, and I'm not, you know, I'm not pivoting here or anything. I just get what you're saying. Um, <laughs> the- well, when I when I woke up in the hospital, I I thought, geez, you know, I'm lucky to be alive. Mm-hmm. And because it's- there's a there's a probably great chance that the two of them watching the baseball game wouldn't have even checked on me had I passed out on the lawn. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I remember when it happened oh. to me, I was weed whacking. And, you know, when you weed whack, you got shorts on and, and stuff kicks up, you know. <laughs> and I didn't think anything else. Yeah, rock, a twig, whatever. It was like, oh, wait a minute. I just hit a nest. I just got stung. And they went up into my shorts. And, oh. uh, and I ran for the garage. I just stripped down and went into the house. And the same deal. I just laid on the couch. And I'm like, waiting, waiting, waiting. I don't feel that great. Oh. I didn't have an allergic reaction, but I was down for the count. Um, I get what you're saying about the stings, but your wake-up moment was pretty severe and substantial. Was that where you realized, wait a minute, I'm I'm doing this. This is my story. I'm I'm allowing this to happen. Yes. Mm. Yes. And I all I could think when I came to and for several days afterward was something has got to change. Yeah. And this is my responsibility to change it. Yep. <laughs> uh, and-, and that is a big, big wake up. And I am very grateful and very thankful to not only to be alive, but to have had this journey, even with all the ups and downs, even with the uncomfortableness. Um, hey, but got me to this place which is amazing. And it also enabled me to create this list, which I separated into three parts, mind, body, and spirit. Hmm. And I said, I'm going to work on this list. And I implement this in my life every single day. Every single day. Wow. And that's kind of your, even if you go on your website and we look at therapeutic hypnosis, which you do, uh, mind, body, and spirit is, is kind of your mantra. That's what, that's what you're all about. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I appreciate you sharing all of that. Um, I love hearing people's stories. I really do. You know, it just gives us more of a, you know, a feel for what people are dealing with. We're all, you know, you realize I am normal after all. It's okay. <laughs> you know, um, how that's long ago? Part of being you know, belonging is knowing that you're, you're not the only person who shares your story. For sure. So how long ago was that when you had that, uh, that, uh, yellow jacket aha moment? Oh gosh, that was about, I'm going to say 11 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I, to circle back on that for just a moment, cause I think it illustrates uh, a lot. What do you think was the challenge with you And what do you think the challenge was with your ex? The challenge for me was, I, like I said, I was the fixer. That was my identity. I was the fixer. And um, that was my value. Hmm. That was my perceivable value in life, was that I could fix and make things better. Which, in a way, I'm still kind of doing with my career, except it's in a much more um, controlled, healthy, healthy, <laughs> healthy, and positive way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And do you think your ex? You know, I, I, it's a two-way street. You know, in relationships. What do you think? You know, aside from him enabling you to be that, do you think that um, you know there were things that uh, he had to deal with or should deal with? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, not to, not to put a negative light on anybody or, sure. or put anybody down. That's not what I'm here to do. And, and there's no reason for that. You know, I've transcended far beyond those feelings at this point. 
But this is a person who kind of looked at life as if he were the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. And, well, so, of course, everything should be revolving around me if I'm the center of the universe. Yep. And, part, and a lot of that had to do with his family and, and his upbringing and the beliefs that came along with that. Ring the bell. There it is. Yeah. It all, it, most of it comes from back then. And, you know, in, in my journey, you know, I, I, I can't say similar situations, but it all goes back to childhood. And when you realize it, it's like, oh, I got it. You know, unfortunately, my ex, I don't think she realizes it, but it is to me and everybody I've spoken to, many therapists, it's textbook. It's all right there laid out for you. Um, if you look at the timeline and the behaviors and all that, uh, is it our fault? No, it's, you know, it came from your childhood. You can't, and your upbringing. And, and is it your parents' fault? No, because it came from before them, <laughs> before them many, many yeah, times. Many things are generational, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But it is it is our responsibility. Yeah. So you just 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 give somebody something to think about. Imagine how different life can be if we have the power to change our story, our energy, our vibration. Mm-hmm. We yep. do. We do. <laughs> we can. And and you know, not selling anything here but hypnotherapy is one of the best ways to do it. And how do I know that? Because I did it. And mm-hmm. there, there's still more work to be done. We all are. We're all a work in progress. But it does make you realize those things and take you back. And, you know, I call it connecting the dots, you know, from now to back then to the, the first big relationship, the second big, what you know, how it all happened. Oh, there it is. All right. Now it's clear. All right. Now I have to raise up my, my vibration. Um, I, I know we diverted a little bit from talking about your vibration, but it, it kind of all ties in together, right? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. It does. No doubt. How do you, on an average day, you wake up, you want to be positive. Yeah, we can think those positive thoughts. Do you do that in terms of raising your vibration? Do you, you, know, do you consciously say, I'm, getting enough, I'm bringing that vibration up here today? Absolutely. And the way I do that is I created a morning ritual for myself. Hmm. And part of my morning ritual is writing in a journal. Okay. Writing, especially in a journal, handwriting, actually, engages the subconscious, which is, again, the generator sending out vibratory frequency. There mm. you go. Yeah. So now, if you're, if you're writing in that journal, maybe you're writing affirmations, maybe you're writing to vent out something, maybe you're venting out your dreams from last night, maybe you're um, working, on, working on an issue that you have with another person that you don't want to address to the other person, but you just want to, you want to work it out and vent it out. Journaling, Mm. exceptional way of doing this. And you feel better afterward. I need to do that. It's been a year since I've been talking about doing that. I will, I'll tell you something, Linda, I did it over the weekend. I I remember Mm -hmm. doing it. And here's the interesting thing. And we're out of time, but I want to share this based on what you said, because research has been done, but proven to myself that I remember what I wrote in that, and it was only a couple of lines. I remember what I wrote in that journal on Sunday, which is, you know, three, four days ago. However, I can't tell you what I wrote in an email about a half hour ago. 
<laughs> Sorry, I can't. I, I kind of know the subject, but I, you know, I don't know the the you know verbiage. I do in writing it down in journals. So the the mind hand pen paper connection is so powerful. And just what you said, even if it's just what you're grateful for or just your thoughts, just keep it all positive. Um, awesome talking with you today. And I know that you can do hypnotherapy with uh, done virtually. You have a uh, a free consultation as well. And if somebody wants to get that, they just go to your, your website and it's harmonywithhypnotherapy.com, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, start the journey. And I gotta tell you, Linda, thank you so much for, for your transparency and telling your story because uh, there's a lot of relatability in that for all of us. There really is. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Oh, and, and I'm just kidding on the side here. I have a can of Raid nearby. Just... <laughs> <laughs> There's something to learn there because we both <laughs> we both went through that along with all the other stuff as well. Uh, I look I look forward next time we get a chance to talk. Great, thank you so much. Thank you, Linda Harmony with hypnotherapy.com. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No. Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.